This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How much thought goes into, into the walk-ons? The only tip I got was pick a song that everybody knows and likes, you know. Yeah, yeah, I might yeah. try and learn a dance to go, no, I'm not going to start dancing. Got a robot dancing. in the locker. No chance, yeah. He's a barbecue cunt, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you should have done in Istanbul. But yeah, I was like, oh, I need to drone these old summer on. Yeah. I, I don't know, I think it was a bad thing though. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to that Peter Crouch podcast with me, Peter Crouch, uh, Chris Stark and Statman Dave are with me as usual, uh, but we're not in the pub today. <laughs> we are in the O2 arena. Why we, is that, Chris? We are. We're here because uh, there is a darts tournament coming on here, which is called, Dave, the PDC Playoff. Is that right? Yeah, the Premier League Playoff. Um, which is very cool. So we basically got invited down here and we thought, well, we'll do the podcast as normal. So it'll be a normal podcast, as you would expect, your messages. Um, and we're going to be uh, obviously chatting about football. But we thought it was a good excuse to rope in some of these dart players into the podcast as well. Because uh, we've always said we love the darts. We've had some great times at the darts. And Do you uh, remember we had, the, we had the lad in the lucky pants. Do you remember one of, the, one, of his, one of the lucky winners of our of our um, competitions wore the lucky pants to the darts and the PDC were great with us and uh, allowed him on on stage to make a real fool of himself which is exactly what we wanted yeah exactly so they want to promote the darts and um, they asked if they could uh, kind of bring us down to come meet the players we can throw a few arrows as well we can do a little mini tournament between us and we just thought well we'll get out of the pub for once it's like a school trip I think one of the things I've been interested with is the nicknames of the darts players and some cracking ones we're going to go through today. But before we go that, I think we've got to give each other the nickname that we'd have if we were professional darts players and maybe even the music. What are you walking onto, Crouchy? Oh God, you've spiked me with that question. That's that's not like a quick answer, that. Nickname and... Well, um... you've already, you've both got nicknames, you know? You're the robot and you're stat pervert. <laughs> that's true, actually. Yeah, please, forgot about that. I'd have to be the robot, wouldn't I? Yeah, so what have we got for Chris then? I've got some suggestions. The pancake would be a good one. Yeah. The farmer. You've got a good relationship with the farming community. Farmer? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I do have good relationships with the farming community. You're right, Dave. <laughs> I think pancake or BBQC. Oh, yeah. there we go. That's it. BBQC. That would be nice. BBQC. Stark. I think that's nice because it feels like the flames could go up with, with the entry, you know, and... <laughs> I really think good, that. sort of works. Yeah, flames up. That's really good. I like flames that. up. Don't know what the song would be, but we do walk-ons. When we do Crouch Fest, we have walk-ons, don't we? And that's mm. always good fun. Mm. What was your, your, what was your one last time? I, I had um, Faithless, didn't I? Oh, it was good. I was, it was good. Mm. I, it was, honestly, when I, you know when I was behind that curtain and I could feel it building, it yeah. was, it, I did feel like, I did feel like I was about to go on stage and perform. Yeah. Which I did to some degree, but... <laughs> I didn't have any conceivable talent on stage. I think for us, it was just a great opportunity to do walk-ons with the music. It's kind of what the darts guys do every uh, every match, I think. Mm. Do they do walk-ons every match or is it just oh, the biggies? Epic, you know, like we, I remember, like obviously at Stoke, it's a big, darts is a huge thing. So when I was at Stoke, we did uh, we did like a, a fundraiser in the stadium. But you got remember, you got Adrian Lewis, right? <laughs> Phil the Power, Chisnell. Um, I mean, some of the best darts players that ever lived have been from Stoke. Yeah. And we had the whole walk-ons, we had the girls, we were just strolling out. I think that was great. Oh, dog shit, but it was brilliant. <laughs> I mean, obviously, this is a football podcast. Um, before some of the players come and get involved in this, listen out for how we will tenuously link football to darts at every opportunity. 
uh, throughout this podcast. Well, you know what? There are so many similarities, and I think that's. Do what, you reckon? Do you actually reckon? I, no, if you look at our Crouchfest crowd, right? <laughs> it was very similar to kind of like fancy dress. You know, everyone's yeah. having a good time, having a laugh. Um, it's quite rowdy. It's quite you know some of the songs are a bit laddy. You know what I mean? It's quite it was it's quite a lot of similarities, and I think a lot of people that like football like darts and, and vice versa. There is a crossover, and then I think from a playing point of view. It's interesting, really, isn't it? Because I think darts has stereotypically been seen as a bit more of a pub sport. Um, you're on in pubs when you're playing football at your yeah. level. See, they're linked. Well, yeah, that's a t- <laughs> <laughs> almost. No, what, what what I like about it is that it is so different with regards to, like you say, the fitness and things like that. I mean, usually, I mean, not so long ago, you having a beer on stage, you know, so you couldn't do that when you were playing playing football. But um, the same with football, though, back in the day. I mean, are we are we perhaps thinking that give it a few more years and then it's a bit like what happened at Arsenal, you know, a French manager comes in, mm. suddenly all these other kind of quite fancy players are mm. are maybe joining. It might evolve to, you know, people having um, you know, hydration drinks, players with um, you know, huge muscles just powering them in there, yeah. you know, highly tuned athletes. Well, it I mean, probably will. Every game does, inv- does evolve. But it probably will, right? It probably will be a sport. And this is what we can find out. I'm sort of intrigued to find out the similarities and the differences between how it is sort of progressing as a sport. I think there's so many themes as well around pressure. Um, these these unbelievable moments that we see at the darts and in their lo- uh, own lane, how they sort of compare to the moments that you've been in as well, Crouchy. And also, I don't think me and you have really played darts. Like, I'm quite intrigued to see how good you are. I would assume you have quite a natural ability. Well, yeah, no, it was it was one of those, like, I, I used to play uh, the South Africa World Cup. There wasn't a lot to do. We were in Rustenburg in the middle of nowhere. And... Um, we had a dartboard and uh, after dinner, I think it was myself, uh, Gareth Barry, Glenn Johnson, Joe Hart, Milner, David James for a little bit. Um, it, there was various people came and went, but that was the that was the core group, really. Um, you know, one dart heart was pretty deadly. Um, was he? Yeah, we had, uh, trying to think the other nicknames. We, we, we all had a nickname. It was all good fun, but um, you know, as you'd expect, some like James Milner, like very steady in, on, the, mm. on the hockey. Any pints before? Because when I was doing a little <laughs> research into this, you know, a few years ago, we're talking 2004, in a BDO World Dart Championship game, Andy Fornham, bit of a legend of the mm. darts, drank 24 bottles of beer alongside what's, what I quote, quite a bit of brandy and went on to win the championship. Any of that with you guys? <laughs> no, no, it was none of that. Mind you, we might have performed better at the World Cup if we did. Um, <laughs> wasn't a great showing from us. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was loads of darts, but not enough alcohol, unfortunately. Should say as well, this podcast is probably going to sound a bit different. They're, they're setting up the darts next door in the, in the main bit of the arena. We're in the warm-up room at the moment. It's quite big. It's quite echoey. Um, so this probably does sound a, a little bit different to, to what you're used to. The uh, top quality listening <laughs> experience that you're used that, to. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> so we got told, we were like... Um, just apologise for the sound quality a little bit, just, you know, because it's somewhere different. But you're right. I, I don't know why we bother. <laughs> Should we do a couple of messages? So, I don't know if you've noticed, or you will have noticed, I imagine. We've got Charlie Adams' boots. Obviously, we've got a dartboard, which is pristine, by the way. A few darts. There's a bit on the table here. Um, the Richmond shirt, obviously from Ted Lasso. But these babies, um, oh, yeah. I mean, this is the first time I've seen them in in, in real, real life. And... Uh, <laughs> They're better than I even thought. Can um, you describe them, Crouchy? Well, they're silver. They're heavy. I mean, they are Gucci. I mean, they're definitely Gucci. It's not. They're not knocked off. They, they look good, and um, they are Jose Enrique's match worn um, nightclub match worn shoes. His <laughs> <laughs> match worn nightclub <laughs> shoes. Nightclub shoes. Um, so one lucky person is going out in those, and I can't wait to see who it is. Well, there's a couple of bits to this that we just need to round off. So, firstly, the person who got in touch about Jose Enrique's um, <laughs> match one nightclub shoes I uh, wanted to swap them originally we did this offer to swap them for for Charlie Adams boots that we used when we were filming something for the last Crouch Fest what's great is we've now got the shoes you know we can touch the shoes now so I think that swap's done with right we can send these Charlie's we can send Charlie's boots to Kieran Crouchy mm. um, you're happy with that bit of business that we're going to do I'm happy with it yeah I'm happy with it um 
I'm a little bit lost though. What, 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 who's, who's going out in them? Okay, so we can get onto that now. <laughs> so we've so we've had several emails from people uh, that want to do a night out as Jose Enrique, and that's kind of the offer that we've said is you can ha- you can have the Gucci shoes. We're also going to give you the Ted Lasso shirt, and you wear it on a night out. You give it a good night out. You uh, you live like Jose Enrique for one night. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, here's, here's a few contenders. I've got a message here from Luke. He said, when the Jose Enrique experience was mentioned, I had to email in. My work summer party is coming up and our, and our Christmas one, the night England's World Cup dreams went up in smoke. I spent the whole evening after drunkenly telling everyone England will be back stronger. A massive trumba wumba is coming for the Euros and that full missionary is still the only way to take a penalty. <laughs> No one had any idea what I was talking about, so I essentially spent the whole evening passing the pod to anyone who would listen. I can't think of a better theme to continue than passing the pod at another staff party in those incredible loafers and a signed Richmond shirt and white trousers, of course, which we feel is key. Uh, It's taking place in a place called Park Lane, Torquay's nightclub, where everyone inside thinks they're in a Mayfair or Chelsea, glammed up. I'd fit right in, don't you think? I'd really like to give it to Luke because what I would hope is that they go on this night out and then his work colleagues see everyone going up to him, like everyone who knows and listens to the pod. And his work suddenly go, Luke, you're obviously something special in this town. Here's a promotion. Here's, you know... And this time next year, he's running the company. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could see. It's, this, could be, this could be the, could be the real break your li- you need well it could be the making of luke and yeah. to think it starts with enrique's shoes mm. could be a wonderful thing so i think that's um that's a good nomination dave yeah i think uh, as a kind of way that i think we're going to go about this we were saying that you could take custody of the shoes and the, sh- and, and the shirt for a weekend and then return it but we'll like we'll pick up the bill for like a suite in a local hotel so you can live like <laughs> Enrique up to three stars. Dave, before we get into the next messages, we can actually speak to our first uh, golf um, golf pro. I was about to say <laughs> that's, that's gone well. First golf pro, no. And um, we've got our first uh, darts megastar here. Uh, do you want to give him an introduction? Are we doing walk-in, walk-ons? <laughs> I think we're doing this. So welcoming our first darts player of the podcast. It's Johnny the Ferret Clayton, born on the 4th of October 1974 in Lenethly, Wales. Started playing darts in 1995. The darts he used the 21 gram red dragon signature right-handed entrance music. Johnny be good. Dave's still going over there in the corner, rabbiting away. (laughs) We we, we wanted to... Johnny, welcome to the podcast. We wanted to introduce you, um, but there's quite a bit of distance from the door that you were coming through (laughs) and where we're recording the pod, so Dave went into walk-on mode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was knackered walking this distance. So what what is your walk-on? Johnny Johnny be good by Chuck Berry. Nice, nice. How much thought goes into into the walk-ons? The only tip I got was pick a song that everybody knows and likes. Mm. So if they like your song, they might like you. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously with Chuck Berry, it was Johnny Be Good. So my name yeah, was yeah. in it. So that's why I picked that song yeah, yeah. and everybody kind of knows it. You know, yeah, yeah, I might yeah. try and learn a dance to go, no. I'm not going to start robot in the locker. No chance, yeah. <laughs> so when did, when did you start? Like, I, would, I think with this podcast, I think what's going to be really interesting is see the similarities between say how you got into darts and, and this world that you're now in and sort of how it compares to how Crouchy got into his sport and how he developed through it. What was the starting point for you? With my family, my dad, just a local, you know, local pub player, basically. I've always had a dartboard in the house, basically, mm. you know. I had more holes around the dartboard than anybody else, you know. Lucky my dad was a, a bit of a plasterer so he could fill him in. But <laughs> at the end of the day, no, it, darts has always been around my family. I played rugby. Mm. Um, I got to 34, I broke my leg the third time. Mm. Um, I don't think I was nine stones soaking wet. So um, <laughs> basically, I wanted something else to do. Mm. Darts, I, I've always loved my darts and, you know, I tried hard. So, um, you know, I was quite a decent player. Local leagues, I'd done like the BDO system where I played for the county. I got my international cap and then I thought, well, it's time to try for the PDC. And mm. I did. And luckily enough, on the last day, I qualified and... Mm. You know, I'm still here, thank mm. God. Yeah. And when you are here, like we've just walked through there, the O2, I'm looking at the size of this kind of arena and we all know what kind of darts crowds like. It's very similar to football crowd, if you like. But I think, 
you know, when you're in, in an enclosed space like the O2 and you can hear most of it, I mean, what, I mean, how do you keep focused when, you know, you've got lobsters dancing around and, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> how, how does it, how do you keep focused in that situation? I, I, personally, I think it's, it's a big part of, of our game because, mm. You know, without the crowd, the atmosphere is is nothing really. Mm. Do you know? And we're on that stage trying to do a job and trying to keep the crowd mm. bouncing, basically. You know, like you say, when you see a lobster, mm. or a hot dog being thrown out. Do you, do you know what I mean? You, you giggle yeah. to yourself. Do you know what I mean? It's like, um, yeah, it's fantastic. You know, you've played enough football in front of massive crowds. You get, obviously, your biggest fan, but you get one of your biggest haters as well. I think I'm one of the luckier ones where the fans are... Johnny's all right. Just we, we support him, and yeah, yeah. and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. You've done something pretty incredible in darts. You've won the World Cup, something that we all dream about in football. How was that? Ah, that's fantastic. Simple, simple reason was you're a part of a team. So obviously, you know, being Welsh as well, the, the support we get from Wales, you know, is second to none. So to win that World Cup, me and Gez, fantastic. You know, mm. both rugby backgrounds. Mm. Um, you know, giving up rugby to play darts, and it was my first big achievement really you know um to win the world cup then i've gone on to win the masters but that world cup was fantastic absolutely fantastic never done that crowd uh, no unfortunately not no. <laughs> <laughs> cheers chris <laughs> um so i'm taking it you're more of a rugby fan than a football fan how how, how much are you into into the round ball <laughs> Well, I'll tell you one thing, I'm a Liverpool supporter. Oh, okay. So, All do right. you know what I mean? Good, good. You know, I remember you in the old uh, Liverpool shirt part. But, yeah, I love, do you know what, with football, even though I support Liverpool, mm. I love watching any big game. Mm. So, I'll watch any any football. I'm not, like, a football fanatic, mm. but I do like watching the football. Rugby is my game. Rugby, you know, being Welsh, it's massive in Wales because, yeah. um, you know, Cardiff and Swansea, football, you know, we never quite made, even though we'd done the Premier League, we yeah. were never good enough to stay there for a long period of time. So, um, you know, Liverpool. My, yeah. my uncle is a, is a scouser. So, yeah. um, from the 80s, there was always Liverpool on TV. And that's how I, I stuck with Liverpool, because, yeah. because of my uncle. There, yeah. there is a big crossover, we were saying this, between uh, football fans and darts fans. And I think football players and, and darts players as well. What I find fascinating about you, Johnny, and some of the other players, like, like when you won that World Cup, you must have had all of these um, football players and other sports people get in touch with you. There is this kind of respect that comes from the level that you're at. And has there been anyone that surprised you or, or, or has been a really pleasant surprise? Yeah, you know, obviously, you know, you, you meet a lot of people. Do you know, um, it's like I don't find myself any different from Joe Public, like, you know. But when you're walking down a street and people stop you asking you for a photo, an autograph, you know, obviously that's a, it's a massive feeling. Do you know what mm. I mean? You think, Jesus, I never thought that I would be somebody that would do that. Do you mm. know what I mean? It's like I won the World Cup, I, I won the Premier League and, you know, you get so many messages on your phone, mm. you get so many things, it's hard to get through everything, you know, it's, 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 Gareth Bale get in touch? No, Jiggy get. I'm still waiting for him to, <laughs> to, to, to play a game of golf. Then we, but, we can give know, him a nudge. It's all yeah, good. Yeah, Crouchy, you know, push I'll, him in the right direction. Like, do you know what I mean? It's, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind an old uh, game of golf for Gareth as well. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe his golf was better than his football. No, 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 no. I wouldn't say that. No. When you score in 180. It's probably like scoring a goal in football, right? Where the crowd go absolutely wild. What's that feeling like? Yeah, class. And, you know, I give it the old point, the cheek, old finger. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, um, yeah, it's it's great. You know, I've never scored a goal. Even when I was playing for a local team at the end of 14s level. Rubbish, rubbish. Like I, I couldn't score no goals. But, yeah, that 180 or the big, the big out, you know, they're the same. You know, the crowd are going mental. You see all the cards up. Mm. So, yeah, it's a good feeling. It's a really yeah. good feeling. We're going to have a little um, match between us in a bit, aren't yeah, we? Yeah. I think, Johnny, like, you were going to give us a bit of advice. What were you going to say, Crouchy? No, I was just going to ask, you know, like, I, I felt like I was at the start of kind of like the football journey where it was very kind of, um, I'd say less professional maybe than than it is obviously now. And, it's, and, and that transition, watching that transition happen was amazing for the game. Like, do you think sort of darts will ever get to that stage where, you know, started like as, as almost like a pub game, you know, but like obviously now, like 
because of it's getting bigger and bigger. It seems, feels like it's getting bigger every year. Is there sort of a, is there a bit more professionalism? Are you seeing players do different things? Are you taking a, you know, are you looking at players and seeing what they're doing and, and maybe trying it yourself and that kind of thing? Yeah, definitely. Like you say, you know, um, from a pub game mm. to being probably one of the most sport, you know, most mm. watched sports on TV, you know, mm. it'll never catch football up, but mm. I don't think because. Mm. You know, football has been around for a long, long time. But like you say, it's a massive sport darts. Mm. Do I watch other people? I watch yeah. Van Gerwen. Yeah. I, I, I'm like a hawk on Van Gerwen because yeah. I'm thinking, how did he get to being as good? Mm. You look at Gerwin Price, man on form at the moment. You always try and pick some tips up. You know, when he's where, where do you think the sport will go? Do you think it will become more... Um, you, you, you see how even physically footballers have changed over the... Over the decades, I guess it's yeah. been. Do you think? Do you think darts will head that way? Yeah, I think darts will obviously head that way. But you know, not that you aren't a fine specimen. <laughs> no, it's like way. you know, with with darts, the, the, the beauty of darts is you don't have to be a young man to play the game. Mm. Just as long as your hand-eye coordination for that dartboard is good, you could be any age, any size. Do you know what I mean? It's like you know, I don't have to run marathons to. Mm. to be fit on a dartboard like it's it's the hand-eye coordination and you know i think mm. Mm. we'll be around for a long long time you've never had to do the bleep test have you <laughs> not to play darts <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i thought i thought i'd have because i've got such a long reach right i thought that would be an advantage but um it appears not <laughs> yeah, but the thing is right Pete, what are you six foot eight whatever yeah, yeah. you're throwing over the board over the back of it yeah, well, i was worried about that light at one stage because i'm coming down on it you know so <laughs> how much of an advantage is is size like i don't know yeah. to, to be honest it's the question everybody's different everybody's, yeah. you never see the same action mm. in darts everybody's different like they line up different they stand in different place you know some people will just there's joe cullen where I throw from the eye, so I, I aim, he comes from the side of his head. Clayton's yeah. messy. Done. That's what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> he's the goat. He's going to do the same for darts as Messi's done for football. That's the plan. I right? wish I had his money. Yeah. <laughs> that it's will come. Though, I wouldn't mind Crouch's money. Yeah. So it's, uh... Speaking of money, and I know you're going to give us a couple of tips, um, but before you go, um, these shoes here. Uh, Crouch. So you're a Liverpool fan yourself. Uh, these are Jose Enrique nightclub worn, match worn shoes. They're, Jose Enrique actually wore them um, and he's donated them to us. Um, so if you fancy wearing them tomorrow, you're more than welcome. I could sleep in that. <laughs> that must be about a size 13. I could sleep in that. Yeah, 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 maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. It'd be okay. a great look for the pod if you stepped out in them. Mm. Uh, can you imagine? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I can. Don't put any ideas we in have, my head. Yeah, we, have <laughs> we have imagined. I think there's a Michael Van Gerwen written all over it. They have, haven't they? So whilst we try and convince these world-class dart players to wear Enrique's shoes, um, we've also got another thing going on. We're kind of having a mini tournament between us, Johnny. Um, so like a nine dart who can score the most and maybe a different player can coach each one of us. Mm. Who would you like? Statman Dave over there? Me and Dave. Come on, Dave. Perfect. Let's Here we it. go. Come one on, question son. before we do this. Why is it the ferret? Why is that the nickname? It was just a rugby thing. Um, I played scrum half in rugby in rugby union and basically I was tiny. So I had to go and dig for the rugby ball basically mm. and... Somebody just said, yeah, he's like a little ferret. And it just, it just stuck, like, do you know what I mean? Oh, I love oh, the oh, ferret. Man. I think it's the class nickname. Well, good luck, you know, or not too. Don't good luck, Dave. Too good luck, yeah. Dave. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Right, Johnny, let's start with the, the, the foot positioning. Where am I going? Oh, he's taking it really seriously, isn't he? Yeah. We're all different. It's yeah. where you feel comfortable, okay. yeah? I'm, personally, I'm to the left of the, of the hockey, yeah? But that means nothing. It's wherever you feel comfortable okay. and however you want to stand. He looks so, yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. You feel comfortable there. And so then in terms of this, we need to get the highest, highest score possible. So we're going 20. Try and picture 
maybe a small circle in the 20. He's, he's okay. seconds away from asking. So I've got to hit the <laughs> under the numbers, yeah? Dave's really pretending that he knows what he's doing. <laughs> Hasn't got a fucking clue. <laughs> You know, the circle of the 50 this is a man who buried in football stats. Yeah, yeah. but you'd think he'd be drawn to the numbers okay. on the board, wouldn't you? Quite a visual person, so let's, let's go. Visual person? A visual person. I don't know if he's looking for a backdoor experience with Johnny at the moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're warming up today, we're warming up. Warming up the, yeah. Yeah. But this time now, right, we'll yeah. try again. And pick a segment, we'll just go for the big 20 and try and get the three dance into that, in that segment. One. Great don't tips, I have to say, from Johnny. Dave, on the other hand... The Awful. problem is, Johnny's giving the tips, but they aren't yep. being adhered to. He's, uh, he's missed the board twice He's there. <laughs> Maybe slow your throw down. Slow the throw down, okay. And just keep the arms straight. This will be good. Solo throw down. One. One. Two. Three. <laughs> yeah, we are going around the clock to start up. <laughs> A masterclass. A grand total of three. Yeah, so this time, man, make it yeah. a bigger circle, yeah? Yeah, bigger circle. So, so the five of the twenties are the ones. Or you can go somewhere else on the board. Keep going. <laughs> or go somewhere else on the board. <laughs> the twenties aren't working out at the moment. <laughs> He's a lot worse than I thought he'd be. Yeah, same. <laughs> so try that circle again yeah. around the nineteens. See here, Johnny's just looked at the press man behind, uh, as if to say, "Hurry the fuck along." <laughs> Any hope for him, Johnny? Oh, oh, look, he's dead. Oh, the pro dance! I'll tell you that. The pro darts are working. The pro darts is what you need. Oh my god! How's he been allowed to throw pro darts? So it's the weight. That might be, Could be a little bit off, is it? That's the one, isn't it? Everybody's different. He's People blaming like the weight of the dance. Blaming Sweet. the weight. Blaming the weight, the guys. That's the problem. That's why I'm absolute garbage. Are you? Uh, you feel armed? You ready? I think I'm ready now. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's enough now. I think you've um, wasted Johnny's time enough. Cheers, <laughs> <laughs> Johnny. That was brilliant. All right, Dave. Um, that was embarrassing. Um, absolutely awful on the dartboard there. Uh, who's next? <laughs> Well, Crouchy, introducing the second darts player of today on the podcast, Gerwin, the Iceman Prize, born on the 7th of March, 1985 in Merkham, Wales, started playing darts in 2012. The darts he uses, Chris, you'll be excited around this, again, the 24-gram Red Dragons, right-handed, and his walkout music is Ice, Ice Baby. <laughs> that was actually quite good. <laughs> I'm not going to be a pro darts player. Maybe I could do the intros. Oh, I like that. Yes, mate. You all right? How's it going? You good? Oh, you're good. Good, I know it takes quite a while to walk from the bit where you were to here. Did you hear that intro? I did hear it, yeah. I was did like, you hear ah, it? excited. He's, he's quite good at it, believe it or not. He's, he's quite good, yeah. How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm happy to be here. I mean, Premier League, I've, I haven't made the playoffs yet. So, yeah. yeah, I'm excited for tomorrow, but it's going to be a tough one. A fellow mm. Welshman. But yeah, I've uh, mm. got one up on him for the last couple of weeks, so it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. Well, so are you, you mates with Johnny, so we were just... Oh, honestly, there. he's a great lad. I think out of everyone in the PDC, we get on really well, which mm. is good because we, we played again in the World Cup. I know it was only once a year, but... Like, we go out for food, we go on really well. Not just Johnny, but the rest of the Premier League boys as well, but especially Johnny, he's a, he's a great lad. But it's such an individual sport. I mean, it's the nature of it. How much uh, does it kind of spill out or like, you, you know, because you're so competitive, but then you're also spending so much time with each other as well. And that's a bit different to you, Crouch. You could always kind of fold back into a team couldn't yeah. you? Most of us are good mates off off the board and we travel a lot. Last year when we went to the World Series in um, Australia, it reminded me of the rugby days because we were on the back of the bus, having a drink, sing song, music yeah. blasting. And I was like, mm. I miss this with the rugby like. And you don't really get it in the darts. But then when we were traveling down Australia, yeah, I, I sort of missed that from a darts. It was good. But then when we got on the board, mm. yeah, we just want to beat each other up. Like. So, so how's, that, how's that transition, you know, from rugby to, to darts? Obviously, we're, you know, I've, I played with Rafa van der Vaart, who actually tried to make the same transition from, <laughs> from football to darts. You know, <laughs> How does that come about? Like, have you always played darts? Is it? No, no. I, I always played. That's all I ever wanted to do since I was a youngster. Probably the same as when mm. you was a footballer. I didn't want to go to college. I was just fully focused on rugby. And then... No, I was getting older and older and I didn't really help myself out. I used to like going out, getting mm. drunk and it didn't help with the rugby career. But then as time went on, I was met, met a couple of boys who were playing darts. I'm like, oh, started a league up, uh, a Friday night team. Sort of picked up darts when I was 28, I think it was. Did you have a natural ability at the start? 
Yeah, yeah. When when I picked them up, first played in the local pub, and I was like beating them all. And I was like, really? well, I'm all right with this. And then I would go to local tournaments, picking up a couple hundred quid. And then I met a, a bloke up, Barry Bates, who is a good friend of mine now. It's like a, saying to me every year, go to Q school, which is a qualifying school to get your tour card. And I'm like, nah, I'm a rugby player. That's all I ever want to do is play rugby. And didn't want anything else. And then 2014, thought, I'll go. I just went to support the other boys. Just thought, I'll enjoy it. I was the only one to get my tour card to win. And then, yeah, like the, the rest mm. is history. It just sort of gradually go right up to world number one. Do you know what? It's something that I've never really like... You never dug down on is like how you get your like you say your tour card and now yeah. you, how you know the levels that you go to and I suppose it's amazing for people out there are like twenty eight years old you know yeah. that's when you that's when you take it up I mean if you're a footballer like, your season your career's almost finished yeah, exactly you know so as a darts player at twenty eight you pick up your first card and get into a tournament there and and, yeah. and, and you're here now at the at the O two exactly <laughs> so yeah if if there's anyone out there it doesn't matter how old you are like the likes of Peter Wright I think he didn't peak until. You know, I think he's 50 now, so I think maybe five, six years ago, that's when he peaked. And it's, I think it's the same now with the snooker players as well. You can see like the Mark Williams, John Higgins, they're all still firing mm. on all cylinders. Like, So I don't think age matters, but for me, it's a bit different. I'd never really picked up a dart before and sort of, yeah, won my tour card and then progressed over mm. a, few, a few years. So I, I have to compare, obviously, like darts fans to quite similar to football fans in many ways. Lots of chanting, lots of noise, you know, people having a bit of a drink, a lot of fun. Um, you seem to engage in that a lot, right? Yeah, sometimes uh, not very good. <laughs> we've, we've, we've got to talk about but it. We, it's we, one of my favourite things, watching Crouchy's face when I showed him for the first time a while ago, this was when I showed him you with the headphones. Oh, I was I like, know, yeah. this is what you should have done <laughs> in Istanbul. Yeah, so, yeah some of them when you were away in Turkey, places like that, I would have, you know, oh, should have thought yeah. of them. Uh, I, I don't know. I think it was a bad thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was like, oh, I need to drown these out somehow. Yeah. And I, I swear to God, I, I put the earphones on when I was practicing back room. I couldn't hear anything. As soon as I go on stage, it was like, wow, what have I done? <laughs> it was just spine tingling. The dual crowd would just—it just went through my whole body. I was like, I think I made a mistake. Here. No, no people, but a lot of people <laughs> who are listening right now might not know this story. So you—you you stepped out wearing these like the things. They weren't even small headphones at the start. They were like the big industrial yeah, ones. Yeah, one, this ones you, yeah, the ear defenders that you were on site <laughs> to block out as much sound as you can. Like, yeah. but doesn't that if you're so used to the noise, like however whatever it is people saying or whatever they're dressed up as and whatever they're doing, then is that like, does that not affect your game? Like, does quietness, is, no, isn't that really. weirder for you? Or? Well, no, because the, the I think the year before, two years previous, when lockdown was on, there was nobody in yeah, there. Of course. And mm. I won it. So I was like, yeah, let's get back into that mm. zone. But right, no, okay. it, sometimes you feed off a crowd and you can feed off the energy and it raise your game. But it's, it's a ruthless place sometimes as well. Talking about that pressure, the nine dart finish is kind of the, the pinnacle of darts in a sense. What's that last dart like? When you've got to the point, eight have gone right, so you've gone... Yeah, you know, well, I, I, think, I think the last one is the easiest one. I think... Really? Yeah, I think the seventh dart is probably the hardest one just to give you the chance at that setup because you already got your rhythm in. Like for me, I go treble 19, treble 20, double, double 12. If, I, if, I, if I'm in that rhythm... It's, it's that seventh start when you're thinking, right, I've, I, I've set this up now, take this check out. That seventh start goes in, you think, I've got it. The rhythm's there, and then bang, bang, bang. Crowd going nuts, chuck their pints everywhere. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, it's, it's the best when you see it. Um, going, do you think it's unacceptable that a footballer can't hit a massive goal from 12 yards, but you're expected on a nine data to get it in the tiniest little... <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, they should really at that time. <laughs> We should, we should. No denying it. Uh, we've been saying this today. Um, I don't think you're going to take us up on the offer somehow. Um, these boots here, explain the situation. They're not even boots. <laughs> They're Jose Enrique's uh, nightclub worn shoes. I don't know if you remember Jose Enrique. You're a football fan yourself. I went to watch Leicester a couple of weeks ago. Like James Madison's in, into his uh, darts mm. quite a bit and he sorted me out tickets. I don't think they'd won a game all season. I would turn up and they won 4-0. So he's like, yeah. Yeah, that's right. You, you, you do see again. the players at the darts as well. You do see... <coughs> loads uh, of footballers love it. Like when we were in the England camp, 
um, a lot of the time we'd be sitting there in a the massage. We'd always have the darts on the evening. We'd have a, we having a massage or you having a bit of treatment, yeah. and we'd always watch the darts and we'd have a little bet on it. And you know we don't we'd have a lot of fun watching the darts. It's like yeah. a load of footballers love it. That's why I think there's a big crossover between the darts yeah. and football. But that's, that's the thing with other sports like football, rugby, whatever other team sport you're in. If you've got a club games room, mm. you always got a pool table or a dartboard. So mm. it is always that connection. Yeah. Like. You do win good prize money in darts if you are as good as you, right? But what you can't get is a night out as Jose Enrique. <laughs> so Jose Enrique's done that. He wore those. Shoes. He wore them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoes. Uh, obviously yeah. played for I'm Liverpool. not wearing them tomorrow. Uh, so no, yeah. okay, it's a straight knife. <laughs> two, two out of two. Well, I admire so honesty. I really admire We've lost the Welsh. The Welsh, the Welsh won't do it. Out. No, no. <laughs> yeah, we're hanging our hopes on Van Gogh. I think, I think if Dimitri honest. was still in, he probably would have given us a go. He was yeah. dancing on the stage. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not oh. doing that. Um, well, what we've asked, we've asked everyone growing is um, whether or not you could just give us a bit of coaching. Me, uh, Chris and Dave are going into, into a match in a minute. Um, and I'd, I'd like you to help me if that's all right. Yeah, just for, for 100%. Five minutes, you've got yeah, enough yeah. time. Um, all right, let's get cracking. Right, so then. Right, Chris, we are live behind the scenes. <laughs> I, I think the first thing to point out, and it's an obvious point, is I think Crouchy's the first darts player that I've seen that's taller than the, board. the dartboard itself. Yeah. There's no dart player currently that's taller than the board, is there? No, I don't think so. <laughs> There's no right or wrong as long as they go in the board. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I think it's just, yeah, All right. it's just whatever comes Well, then, you show, you show us. Oh. Oh. Oh, it's just mad. That's insane. What the hell, man? What the hell, man? That's mental. Do you know why it's a privilege watching someone who's good at something? <laughs> oh, look at me. I'm feeling the pressure, man. Grouchy, you were, you were giving it me before. It's, it's a pressured environment. Yeah, well, he's just he's look getting at no this. Oh my oh. God! Oh. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Great standard. This is great. There we go. Oh, well, I think I think part of the problem with Crouchy is he's a bit oh. like um, a block of flats in the wind. It's just moving ever so slightly. A little know? bit too much vibration in his arms. Ah. Little oscillation vibes. Oh, that one Ooh, fell out. Crouchy, that's bad, that. Hey, Can't do that. Listen, it happens to us all. Chaotic scenes here is Going Price is coaching Crouchy. Um, but I believe we can bring in our next darts player, Dave. The third darts player of today, Michael Mighty Mike Van Gerwen. Born on the 25th of April 1989 in the Netherlands. Started playing darts in 2002. The darts he uses, the 21.5G Wimmer Exact MVG darts, right-handed intro music. We've got two songs here, Crouchy. Shine on you, Crazy Diamond by Pink Floyd, but also these Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes. Not bad, that. Not bad, not bad. Maybe you can have another job soon. <laughs> Sensational. Hey, John McDonald's getting old. <laughs> there you go, Dave. I feel Dave's covered everything now. Yeah. Uh, there's no questions. Yeah. He's just kind of given the answers to everything that's yeah. on Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah that's true. But you know Mr. what? Wiki. Last time I saw you, mate, was in. It's was a bit it, bizarre. It's Charlie Adams' box at Stoke. Correct. <laughs> yeah, it's correct, isn't it? But how did you know Charlie? Did he come to, to one he, of the games Yeah, he, he, loves, he loves the darts, loves darts. Uh, especially in Blackpool. Yeah. There, on a minute. Has he been parching you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He, he's right. He, he, I'm talking about like 10 years ago or mm. something. He come and watch. Mm. So we always kept in contact a little bit. Yeah, good. Yeah, he's a, are you, you're a football fan? A yeah, PSV. Ruud van Nistelrooy. He just he's leaving PSV. Someone at PSV, Xavi Simons, that was at Barcelona, that was at PSG. How good has he, he been this season? Oh, he, he's doing really well at PSV. I hope he stays, but with the money from England, Spain, mm -hmm. Germany and everything, I think it's going to be really difficult to, to, to keep him. But we see. I hope he stays. 
Did you? So you had a you had a job obviously before your darts player. Is that right? Yeah. Is it? Did, am I Tyler. reading correctly here? Did you told Dennis Burkham's house? No, no, no. That's nonsense. <laughs> is this stuff? Ne uh, next door to him. Next door. To next him. door. Next door to so, him. So I, I was at I was at Donny House like a few months ago. Uh, so but he goes with uh, Dennis Burkham's daughter. Right. So we spoke about it then as well. No, oh, never at right. his house. So you was next door. Yeah, did, next did, door. yeah. How was he, that? He, yeah, yeah, but he got a lot of next doors because yeah, yeah, his yeah. house is quite big. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 what a player! You know what? I just touched on that. Who's your Who's your favourite Dutch player of all time? That is oh, big I, question, but of course, Ruud van Nistelrooy, but also Mark van Bommel. What a career he had as a yeah. midfielder! Oh. You've been, you know, at the top of your game now for 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 a long time in darts. Very right? long. You know, you've you've. <laughs> I mean, I mean, feel the power is. You know, obviously, you know, you're you're on a par now. I mean, mm. you've you're regarded as. As royalty now in the darts world. Yeah, I'm, uh, I made him retire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, but what he did for the sport of darts, yeah. of course, insane. Mm. Uh, the greatest dart player ever, so mm. fair play to him. Yeah, and, and obviously since you got started in, in darts, like, it's come on so much. You know, you guys know everything has to do with television and sport is on television. Then when the, the money starts turning in and it's a nice sport for people to watch. Mm. You can enjoy yourself, you can... Uh, uh, do whatever you want. There's no, you don't have to sit still like a snooker, like be quiet and uh, like you can hear a mouse walking. In in in, in darts is different. It's relax. People go out on the night. They go on the on the piss and yeah. they do whatever they like. Do you enjoy that? Do you enjoy? <laughs> I don't care. Do, do, I, I, I'm not enjoying not watching the darts. No, but so I enjoy playing. Do Do you ever use it to your advantage? Like, have you learned how to kind of use that element of what the crowd is like? Because, no. because the fans lo love you. Yeah, apparently. I heard it. You just don't, you can nah. block it. You're so chill. Yeah, you, you, know you, you, you can block it away a bit, but of course you hear it. It's yeah. normal. But if you don't hear it, something is wrong. Do you know what I mean? Where's the best place you've ever played in? Oh, Las Vegas. Yeah. Also the most expensive place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Where were you in Vegas? Uh, we used to play in the Mandalay Bay. Yeah, Mandalay Bay. Yeah. That's how do you do that? And then it must be a great night out afterwards, mustn't it? Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gambling, roulette. No, no, it's nice. It's, it, for people never been to Vegas, Vegas is it's got everything. You know what? With uh, with Vegas, like when you're playing there, like so you say if you've got a consecutive show in Vegas, like how do you? Because obviously with footballers, it's very much. You know, you have to be locked away, you know, no alcohol, no gambling, not out and about with yeah, darts, true. right? You're allowed to be right? Be, be. Come on, you're now going to tell me you don't have a beer in the evening. Uh, yeah, that wouldn't fly with you, no? <laughs> no? You can tell me, you can t no, I never drink beer in my life, but <laughs> serious, yeah. maybe with dinner or something, a nice wine or something, that will do. We should do another catch up with you guys, darts mm. podcast, but from Vegas next time. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Yep. I'm in. <laughs> what about those shoes, Crouchy? Oh, spoke yeah. a lot about them already. Here we go. What is, what's that all about? D these is are your dance shoes from Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> these are Jose Enrique. You know, he used to play for Liverpool. Yeah. Left back from Liverpool, uh, Newcastle, you know, various uh, teams. Um, these were his actual nightclub-worn shoes. It's um, more like your size, isn't it? Yeah, they are. They are. <laughs> but we were wondering if we're, if you fancied wearing them uh, tomorrow night, you're more than welcome. Um no. Okay. <laughs> oh, we've had three, three no-takers so far. <laughs> you're, you're a bit unlucky here that Peter White's not in the finals. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Although he would definitely wear them. They're a bit of him. Yeah. Um, well, listen, you know, we're, we're, we're hoping to give them away to, to some of our listeners. Uh, one particular listener will go out as, uh, on a night as Jose Enrique, you know, get the VIP Good. treatment like you get, I'm sure, um, everywhere you go. I wish. <laughs> I wish. I'm not a football player, I'm a dark player. Uh, yeah, but, and listen, but you know what? You must get it all the time, especially when you're in England, because, you know, you're a recognisable figure now. You know, one Am of the I? faces... Yeah, oh, come on, yeah. you know. Um, one of the faces of darts. So, when you're in England, you know, how difficult is it for you to, to go out and, and not be recognised? I'm not really going out. Most of the time, I'm busy on the road. Uh, Netflix, evening, tired, sleep, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah. day after I have a tournament again or press or whatever, mm. or a gig or... Yeah. That's the way I works. And mm. when I'm home, I like to go out for dinner, as you can see. <laughs> so that's that's yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. How about barbecuing? Do you ever do that? I love it. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I love we it. We found you. We found I love you. it. I love a barbecue. <laughs> Don't tell me that. I love uh, it. Like a smoker? No, 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 no. I got the green egg and the O-fire. Yeah. 
Oh have you? God. Big old I'm green not egg. Big barbecue, mate. I, he's, he's a barbecue cunt. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Can you explain to him why spending the day rubbing your meat in the morning and then laying, laying, laying it out? Exactly. Can you just explain to Pete why it's such an enjoyable activity? I, I'm not going to rub my meat. I let the butchers do that. But. Yeah. <laughs> He's a pervert. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> Rubbing the meat. That's what my missus keeps telling me. Let me rub your meat. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, so you're, you're a low and slow, man. Barbecue, yeah. smoking. I don't, this is what you do. Yeah, but not as long as no, him. No, no, no. Okay. I'm not, I'm not a pro. Eh? Well, one day you will be, mate. Mm. Just keep with it. Yeah, exactly. You know, keep keep practising. Yeah, all right. Good man. Well, listen, if you won't wear the shoes, we at least do the robot if you win it. What? We at least do the robot if you I'm, win. I'm fucking useless. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> sake. No, I'm crap. I'm crap. No problem. No, no, no. I'll leave you alone. Yeah. No dancing, no singing, no stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. But that's why you've been at the top for so long. Totally exactly. focused on your yeah, dance. That's what you have to do. Mm. If you're not focused, not going to pay a bill. So that's yeah, how it works. Exactly you know that. Right. Exactly right. Um, we're going to have a little uh, nine dart competition at the end. We're each getting training. Uh, do you mind coming Easy. back and just sort of refereeing? And oh, Were you dear. back? You think Peter will win? I, I think he will smash you. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I, I don't know. I've never seen you play. Well, that's, that's what I mean. That's such a terrible... Assumption. He's got a winner's mentality. He didn't do it that often, but he's got that mentality. No problem. problem. <laughs> Light work. <laughs> Have you ever done a walkout? Yeah, I do it now. They should do it to music, shouldn't they? Dun, like, Dave, dun, dun, walk, do something. It was and... um, the Seven Nation Army, wasn't it? So, Cheers, mate. Nice one. Oh my god, oh my god. You see, I like this. I think oh, the walkout is the future. Workout, walkout. Yeah. Do the big intro. This is an exciting one, Crouchy. All right. I'm looking the current you. world number one and reigning world champion, Michael <laughs> Bully Boy Smith. Born on the 18th of September 1990 in St. Helens, England. Started playing darts in 2006. Currently uses the Unicorn Maestro Silvers 90% tungsten darts, 24 grams right-handed. And his intro music, Crouchy. Shut up and dance, dance, dance. I think it's that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that one. Another corker, Dave. Well, that's good. Cheers, <laughs> guys. Michael, welcome along to the podcast. I don't know if you ever get a chance to listen to this, um, but it's been it's been a good education for us today. We've been learning a few tips from some of the pros. Um, we've been getting a few stories. Um, we just spoke to Michael Van Gerwen, who said uh, he was trying to sell... Uh, the idea of going to watch him do the darts in Las Vegas and says you have a really good time out there. That's it, all we know. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. I, I ended up in the faith as well. I was there, but uh, it was, we had uh, we booked out the Cosmopolitan, the Cabanas. Then my wife was there. I was with my neighbour, his wife, and a couple of mates. Ended up in the papers because it was all the women in bikinis. And yeah, Michael Smith was surrounded by bikini women. And, <laughs> yeah, it, oh, the, the, the wife it happens. Yeah, the, the, the wife was in the pool as well. And what was worse, my wife was going. Look, look at the ass on her. Like, no, no, give me a note. You know? And then the, pa- then the paper put me in. And my wife's doing the same thing. She's like, ass on her. She's like, I don't know. She's like, yeah, she's like, I'm not trying to look, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. So we've just, been, honestly, we've just been rewatching your, uh, obviously the, you know, one of the best sporting things I've ever seen, I think. Um, the excitement, the adrenaline, um, when you're finished on, on, on a nine dart finish there and, and Van Gerwen misses his. So when he misses his, how do you? I don't know how you deal with that kind of adrenaline pumping. Like you seem so calm in that situation. I've been working on it for ages. Like I was like such a hothead where I just want. If it was playing bad, I wanted off stage, and you could see the emotions. But when he missed, it was kind of like, you know what? Oh, maybe I'll show you how to do it proper type moment. I give him a quick high five, saying I'm lucky. But when I hit it, I didn't actually realise what I'd done. I know I hit a nine, but I didn't realise how big it was. Or mm. I only realised that back in the hotel room, watching it all back. And I did it, listen to the commentary as well. Then I seen I was on the NBA, uh, Shaquille O'Neal was on the UFC stuff and everything. It just went mad. And mm. it, it went mad, yeah. it's. I think it is one of the greatest moments in sport. In case you don't know about this, it was insane. It was you and Van Gerwen. It was a kind of masterclass. It's 
been described by many as the perfect the perfect leg, right? Yeah, it can never be beaten. Because if Michael would have hit the double 12, I would have never had the shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was the perfect leg. It can only be matched, it can never be beaten. But it had that same feeling that, uh, you know, like as a Watford fan, when Deeney, um, you know, when Leicester missed the penalty and then Deeney goes up and scores on that other end, it kind of felt yeah. like that. Had that same feel to it as a sporting moment. Yeah, for me, it was like, I mean, I'd fan, but it was a bit like the Aguero moments. Yeah. yeah it was one of them. It's... Mm-hmm. Especially the commentary as well, that makes it even more special. The, I can't speak for Mardell, it, it, it was special and it's one of the best things you'll ever see. Was it the most intense experience for you that you've ever had? It was one of them, that and then obviously throwing for the double eight to win the world finals. But I'd lost in it twice before and previously the year before, so that was one of them. But that throwing for the double 12, when I'm starting to bring my arm back and they give it large because the 20's gone in and then you throw and they give it large again. It, it does get on top of you, but you just got to remain calm and focused and obviously yeah. do the job in hand that you've got. We, we, we've asked everyone, like, um, you know, how, did, how your darts journey start. How did yours start? Uh, I was 14, going to school on my bike, and I was being an idiot, fell off it. I think I broke me hip. Well, I didn't think I did. So I was on crutches for about 13 weeks, 14 weeks, and I used to watch my dad practice in the house. I had no love for it. I didn't like darts or nothing. But I couldn't move, couldn't play rugby. So I was like to my dad, can I just have a go? Give me a go. I think it was three weeks in on my crutches. He ate my first one eight to. And then when I come off my crutches, he took me to a youth tournament. I got 100 quid for that. And then I won a men's tournament not long after. I got 400 quid for that. And I was like, I was only year 10 at school. And I was going, I'm making okay Ooh, money. Yes. Good money. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, screw that. I'm not doing schoolwork anymore. I'm just going to keep practicing darts. And yeah, turned, I think it was 18. He had one exam to be fully qualified uh, joiner. And I went to darts instead, give it up. Went to darts, got beat 6-0 off Phil Taylor. Thought, thought my life was over, yeah. but no, it was just a start and kept on working harder and harder. And, mm. and but how, how much is nature? Like, um, this is what I was trying to sort of see what the comparisons are with you and Crouchy on this. Like, they, do you believe that there is, is it just practice and just finding the sport and then practicing, practicing, practicing? Or do you think to get to your level in it, there is a natural ability that you've managed to supersize? Uh, you see in games where talent can win you a game, but if your talent's having a day off, the hard work's got to be a B game. And if you miss a shot on goal and your talent's not there, you've just a. Remember your goal was there, was it against City or something? The, mm-hmm. the stupid one. The volley, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that's your talent. That's the, and then your hard work is the running in, getting inside, and that's the same with darts. I've got to work hard at something because mm-hmm. if it's meant to be, it's not like you can pick up a set of darts for the first time and go out and be a world champion. You've got to work at what you've got. We've we've found that out today. To be quite quite <laughs> honest, we're going to try to pick up a, some darts, and uh, yeah, we're not we're not going to be world champion anytime soon. I'm pretty sure no. of that. But are you a, are you a football man yourself? Do you heard you saying you're. United play rugby. Fan. I play rugby. I'm United for Manchester United fan. You're a United fan. Yeah. Well, you're in yeah, good. Biggest you're in team in the world. Crouching. The biggest team. Yeah. Twenty in Premier League titles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But in terms of that football, we see you know team after team in the Champions League get to a final, lose a final, and win it the next year. Like Bayern Munich, let's say against Chelsea, then they beat Borussia Dortmund. Was there something that in 2022 that you thought I've lost this final next year? I am going to win this. Yeah, it was uh, when I lost to Peter. I think it was five four up, and then lost seven five. I literally brought down on stage like. They're crying for about 15 minutes. Backstage, me and my oldest son started crying. I was like, I'm done, I'm finished. I don't think it's going to happen. Then went to sleep, gave me a wobble. I woke up in the morning, I was like, you know what? I was only practicing three, four hours a day. Why don't you try five or six? Just worked even harder. And then I think I lost three more majors that year coming into it. And then the Grand Slam, I managed to crawl over the line and win. And then I got my next chance at the Worlds, which I'd, I kept saying it was never going to come again. I thought, no, what? Just pretend it's only your last chance you've got. You've got to work even harder now. And lucky enough, it, it went in. That's oh. one hell of a chumbawamba crouch, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a big old chumbawamba. Is. Is, that, is that what it takes? You're talking like five, four or five hours a day? Is that what you yeah, do? Yeah, if, if I'm not playing, that's what I'm doing. But like when I'm traveling doing this, I'll be lucky to get two hours a day in. Mm. But if I'm at home, there's no no tournaments for two weeks. It, that's literally four or five hours every day. Yeah. Do, do you ever go down to uh, the pub and tell your missus that you're practicing and just have a load no no, uh, no. no I, I, don't, I don't drink at all no, 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 I don't even have beer in the house we, we call this work yeah. we, t- we tell our wives or, or young farmers that um, you know that we're just off to you know yeah, to yeah, work yeah. and around here we sit in a pub and we yeah, we, we chat football um, Michael do you still feel like you've got something to prove I mean it feels to me that you kind of hit the epitome with the worlds and that was getting over the year before and you worked so hard and your family gathered around and you managed to do it. 
does that mean now that you lose that feeling or pressure of having to do uh, something as big as that? I know when I won the Worlds and I come world number one, I said I completed it. And then it was kind of a thing I completed my life, what I set out to do. And then I realised there's not only one World Championship, you can win two, you can win three. And then I think we have like eight major titles. I want every title that PDC has to offer. I've won Europeans, I've won Pro Tours, I've won World Series, now I've won two different majors. If I can win them all, get every single medal, then I've really completed that. I've got me world number one. But then what will it be? Do you do you kind of recognise that in yourself, Crouchy? Like, yeah, but you had goals and then you surpassed and then the goalposts yeah, I mean, changed. I look, at, I look at Man City now, you know, like, you, you did, what, five Premier League titles from some of those players? And it's like, it's, it's Real Madrid, you know, like the, the greatest that are continue it every single year. It's that passion, it's that desire, it's about how you stay focused. The best have that in them so where, where do the darts players go in the summer you know how all the footballers take <laughs> off to um, Wayne Lineker like does he sort of reach out at you guys or no, not we, we don't have an off season so I won the Worlds on the 3rd I had on the 4th I had press 5th I got home and then on the 6th I was flying to Germany to do a TV show playing darts then on the 7th I flew to Bahrain for the new tournament so we, that's literally the full year we have literally maybe a day or two we don't have an off season it's Didn't amazing it? isn't it how global it's yeah, gone now yeah well, we're going to ask you a question. Um, <laughs> and it sound good. <laughs> Crouchy, explain the shoes. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, these, these are Jose Enrique, ex-Liverpool, um, Newcastle player. Uh, he's donated them to the podcast for one lucky listener can go behind a velvet rope, have a night as Jose Enrique. Yeah, um, we had a story from someone called Luke earlier who's talking about taking him on a work to. I think ultimately we're going to give them to him to do that yeah, for an evening. Yeah. But, but would you uh, like to give him a run out before? I've just thought he was like bowling shoes at first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Jose's uh, taken quite a bit of heat today. We've had no takers <laughs> so far. And I, uh, I anticipate we're not going to have any takers from you either. No, I'm fine. Thank no, you. He's, Especially he's, being from Liverpool, I'm, I'm, I think I'm fine. Yeah, no, he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. All right. Well, thank you for coming on the, <laughs> our next Liverpool Players podcast. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> You're not uh, only Liverpool, though, is I? We're doing a little darts tournament as well. Um, it would be a great honour if you could just show me a, a, a couple of tips that hopefully could mean I could destroy Chris these guys. I've been excited about this moment for, for a while. If you, if you wouldn't mind just uh, giving Chris a few tips before we take this out of the Try. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Thank I'm you. not promising anything. <laughs> yeah, he's shit, yeah. <laughs> he, looks really, he looks really uncomfortable. <laughs> I feel very relaxed, actually, so don't, don't put that in my head. <laughs> Crouch, is this you trying to get in his head for the uh, the I'm, tourney later on? The thing is, it looks I'm, like it's I'm about already, to fall look, off. I'm, that look. I'm, I'm already <laughs> I think, in his head. I think it's hard. You've got to ignore the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Just block it out. Look, I'm already in his head. some headphones oh, on. Like, uh, with... it's the pancake. Okay, I'll, I'll throw some darts oh. and maybe a few. Just yeah. Just watch your feet first, that's all. Okay. All he's thinking about now is he'd rather be barbecuing. <laughs> <laughs> Rubbing okay. his meat. Okay. Yeah, it's not a bad start. It's not a bad start from him. Do the maths, Crouchy. Uh, from here, it looks like 26. Yeah. Yeah, you got the right fold for him. He's just... Oh, no, ignore that. What do you think of his style, Michael? Is... I'm not a fan of the... No? Yeah. I'm not a fan of it either. <laughs> <laughs> not a fan of the what? The, the I don't like people who pause. <laughs> okay. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah, he's, oh, he's no, missed the on. board completely. No, what you're doing, you're picking up and doing... Yeah. See, Michael's my, explaining to him it's one head, of the worst techniques he's ever seen. The pancake technique. Yeah, the pancake technique. <laughs> he's actually run out of steam. I don't think he's got any pancakes left. Uh, and his darts style's bad as well. What I think's great here, Crouch, is he's breaking him down. He's rebuilding his, his technique. And we've got, we got a tournament in about nine darts time. So this is actually quite good for us. Should I impose myself on them a bit or just play my game? Do you hear that line, Crouchy? <laughs> You're not going to turn it to Taylor, are you? Yeah, I think I'm ready. You'd be a lot better without the court on, though. I think I'm ready now. <laughs> Would he be better if he closed his eyes? <laughs> I'm still debating if he's not left-handed. <laughs> he's using the wrong hand. Thanks for the advice, Twenty-six. Great start. Great start. Let's go. Big score that crowd. Twenty-six, mate. 26. Okay. 26 to beat. God, it's tense. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, 26, God. It's a 26. <laughs> 26. It's a 26. 
I've never seen the likes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't spike. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Ooh. Oh, it's a big 25. one. He's on for a 26. Uh, oh, he's there, 25! Oh, Karachi, very disrespectful okay, darts, that. Very disrespectful. <laughs> it's an unbelievable standard. <laughs> so was that just a warm-up, or was that a really no, good no, one? Oh, God. Well, oh, jeez. Well, one down. What's that? Are you aiming for... Oh, 28 scored for the second <laughs> leg. 54. Oh, God, the nerves. It's big, that. Don't bottle it, Chris. 26 oh. on the first three, yeah? Yeah. Second three. Oh, my. <laughs> There's a 22. So it's a 48 with six yeah. points. Big pressure here, Crouchy. It's bigger than a Champions League final, this. What's he got? Oh. 10. Forty-eight scored. Oh, the last three. Oh, that could be game. Just celebrate the forty-eight. Shit, right? Seventy-two is in the lead. Thank you, mate. Is this the final three? Oh no! Oh, he's out. He's gone. So that's final three. That is five. Do you know what I'm on? By any chance? Forty-eight. Oh, that's big pressure. You were on seventy-two. Oh. Sake. Well, okay, well, this needs to be fucking massive. <laughs> Big three darts. What a start. Oh! What a start. oh my god. god. 40. Oh, it's <laughs> great darts. It's great darts. That's unbelievable. That <laughs> <laughs> goes to 108. 108. Must be done. 72. I need 72. I'm on 72. So, quick maths. Yeah. 36. 37 more to go for the championship. Oh! Boom! Is that it? Get in there! Oh! oh! He scored! Oh! 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 You knew it was going to happen. Oh, okay. Oh, dear. Champ. Oh, dear. The ferret in the giraffe. Absolutely pains me uh, to say that, and I wasn't aware of this actually when we started, that you're, you're about to get a trophy, um, but not just any trophy, the trophy. It's insane. <laughs> I can't believe I've really insane. Great game of darts, though. The fellas. trophy. Like, uh, yeah, pretty uh, everyone, everyone in the room here is on a massive come down from what was a very exciting nine dart tournament let's get on with the presentation ceremony dave some sort of intro so introducing our champion for the dart playoff today peter the robot crouch born on the 30th of january 1981 macclesfield england place of work plays his darts with his right hand only started playing darts last thursday our champion for today, it's Peter, the Robot Crouch! It's just insane. Insane. <laughs> for a nine dart tournament. <laughs> That is a beautiful trophy, mind, isn't it? Wow. Well, I thought that was one of the finest exhibitions of darts um, the O2's ever seen. But there only there has to be one winner. And uh, as good as the standard was, that winner was me. Smug prick. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need a rematch. I think we need a rematch oh, at Ali Pali in front of the crowd. So I think, look, we had a lot of a few people here watching, but the real pressure Actually, wasn't, wasn't there. You're right. That was like a no COVID lobsters. situation. You're telling me you weren't feeling the pressure. I'm there. saying I'm I I respond to a crowd. <laughs> you got absolutely destroyed out there today. It's your trophy for now, <laughs> Crouchy. I accept that. You own PDC. Mm. You know what? Listen, I've had I've had a great day down here today. Obviously, meeting the players, like getting a bit of background into how they succeeded as being darts players. You know, the pressure, the sort of, you know, the training, like loads of insights. I think today, um, it was very enlightening. Do you get something you take up now, Crouchy? Become a professional player? Because twenty eight, no, it's not that. 
It's it's a good. It's I mean I know uh, obviously Rafa van der Vaart was was into it, wasn't he? And he wanted to potentially go pro. Um, so why not? Yeah, and it, I mean the trophy's yours at the moment, which is insane that you have the conversation about whether you'd like to get into darts after winning it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually world champion already. <laughs> it's very Peter Crouch. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I like it. It's sort of had school trip vibes today. Really enjoyed uh, it. We, really should, enjoyed we, should, it. we should maybe do this a bit more, you know. Mm. It's nice to get out. Where are we going? Roland Garros next week? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a Chumba Wumba, wouldn't it? <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. Chumba Wumba. Chumba Wumba, everyone. Chumba Wumba. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode is brought to you by a load of pricks.net. We are the experts in selling houses. Chris couldn't sell his house. What did you do, Chris? I couldn't sell my house for love nor money, Crouchy. Three different offers I had, all at the last minute, fell through. I turned around to my wife and said, what can we do to sell this house? Every estate agent is failing us. Then I told her, let's go to a load of pricks.net. But Chris, what did a load of pricks do for you? They were brilliant, Crouchy. They sold my house right away. The sign had barely gone up when a well-dressed gentleman came along and offered me twice the asking price. Chris, would you use a load of pricks again? I'd use them every time, Crouchy. Go to loadofpricks.net. They will sell your house like no other. Loadofpricks, loadofpricks.net.